tonight's episode, we will be discussing and understanding crafting fear that takes place in Frankenstein as well as the Rime of the Ancient Mariner. Crafting fear in these two stories is shaped through Gothic literature in the forms of terror and horror. We hope you enjoy and learn with us in this podcast. In this podcast, we'll be joined by our teacher, Miss Houston, Sarah, myself, Kendall, Alexa, Rosina, and Lucy. All right, to set off this podcast, I think we should just, like, wrap up the whole thing and say, what is fear? Like, as a human, like, physically and, like, emotionally, what is fear? I think the most generic and everyday definition of fear is simply being afraid of something, whether it's something that can be physically seen, like spiders, or something that can't be seen but rather felt, like an emotion, like such as fear of failure. I definitely think that is in Frankenstein a lot because of the monster, and not just of the monster, but of Victor, too, because Victor created life out of nothing, and that's definitely going to spark fear into anyone and to Victor himself. Yeah, and I think um, one of the things that's important to understand is the difference between fear and uh, horror. You know, is this uh, is this a story about, you know, horror, or is this just uh, fear? Horror is more like, you know, the grotesque, the, um, the descriptions of the monster. You know, that, that, those descriptions are horrific. The, the descriptions of, you know, the murders, that might be horrific. But is this really a horror story, or is this more, you know, something that we should be emotionally uh, afraid of? I agree. Um, in chapter 23, when Victor had just gotten married to Elizabeth, and on his wedding night, the monster fulfilled his promise to him and murdered his wife, um, there's a quote that I pulled, and it says, When I recovered, I found myself surrounded by the people in the inn. Their countenance expressed a breathless terror, but the horror of the others appeared as only as a mockery. And I think this kind of relates to crafting fear in the entirety of gothic being portrayed within Frankenstein because it both shows the aspect of terror and of horror of the people's expression of their terror and seeing Victor's face and the blood and on his hands seeing his wife being murdered and but the horror that the people saw and it was a mockery when the mariner shot the bird everybody was afraid because they weren't sure what was going to happen next. And it even brought in an aspect of horror when the woman in white, you could see that he was horrified when he saw her. And even though she was described in a sense as being beautiful, she was he was actually still horrified because she wasn't real. I really, I really like that quote because I do believe that terror and horror are both equally tied into the story because at certain points it's horror and then you flip to the next chapter and all of a sudden it's terror. Yeah, I agree. I think for the readers especially, since it is um, a, non- a a fiction story, we aren't as, um, we can kind of get more of the horror aspect because we read about the blood and the grotesque kind of, but we wouldn't exactly say we're t- um, terrored because we, w- we don't, like, look behind us and be scared to see a monster because it hasn't exactly happened. You know? Well, too, also, that um, we think about it from our point of view as a reader, 
But, you know, can you just imagine uh, how uh, Victor is feeling? You know, there's a difference between how we're feeling as, as readers and then how Victor's feeling. And then even, uh, you know, how the public is feeling. Like Victor, Victor knows that his monster is out of control. Um, but, you know, a lot of people don't know you know, who's doing these killings, but Victor does know. So, you know, that's, that's a, a different kind of fear that he's feeling. And as opposed to how, and, and we sit there as readers and we know that the, that it, the monster is doing this, but then the, you know, the other characters of the story, you know, it's all, a, a, you know, people are afraid and, and fearing and horrific from these different points of view as well. Yeah, I I really think that Victor is the victim in this whole story because he feels terror throughout it. Like he might see horror as well, but he's it's just pure terror for him all the way through. Like when the monster asked him to create his like a wife or a companion, he thinks he the quote is from part 3, chapter 3. Yet one of the first results from those sympathies for which the damned and thirst would be children and the race of devils would procreate upon the earth. And that's just terrifying to think of. And I would not like to be in Victor's shoes. Sure. For sure. Right. Can you imagine how he, he feels knowing that he's responsible for these, you know, because he created that. Can you imagine, you know, what might he might be thinking and feeling knowing that his creation is doing this? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's definitely like a feeling of guilt. It's like you're walking around knowing something that you created is like pretty much destroying other people's life as well as your own. Like it's really I can't imagine being so engulfed in all of those feelings. Like I think he's probably the main character who is fearing everything almost. Yeah, especially since he everybody around him kind of dies off by the end of the story and it's just and even him, because the the fear around him just engulfs him, and he can't help but, you know, watch everybody around him kind of just be murdered from his own, with his own faults. So, for Victor in the story, who do you think to him is the monster? Do you think he thinks himself as a monster more than his actual monster? That's a great question to be asked, and I think it can be interpreted in different ways but truly if as a reader's perspective victor is the monster once you create something and you know its potential and you see it and you do nothing Mm -hmm. you don't take any action to prevent any more damage done you then become you turn from a victim to the protagonist in which allows for a lot to happen yeah do you think that he was afraid to like go to the um go to the police i mean do you feel like that that was an option for him i i honestly don't even thought think like he saw it as an option because he knew he had he was he was feeling a lot of fear at that point because fear of like what it was going to do to him what it was going to do to the other people i just think he was completely in fear of what could happen because his life could be altered even more. I just think it kind of relates back to 
his priorities and what he thinks, what he thought was better. You could obviously tell he had a fear of the governmental system, but with that fear, is it worth losing five close relatives, close people that you associate yourself? And it really just a whole versus between your government and life and death. Yeah, and then yeah, you have to remember I also too. Kind of feel like... Go ahead, Rosina. Okay. I kind of feel like he did almost have a hesitation in his fear when he decided that he would create the female companion. Maybe maybe it, he did create it out of fear because the monster did threaten him, but he did kind of almost take a break from that fear and feel sympathy and empathy towards his own creation. And I thought that was just really interesting. Yeah, and then going back to the could he go to the police? I'm not sure he thought it was an option for the sheer fact that what is he going to tell them that a seven foot person that he made is going to come and kill them all and his family? It's like, who's going to believe him? That's true. There's also the fear of being called crazy and losing his own dignity. Which maybe rightfully so, he could in some way be interpreted as crazy. Like who brings to life like a dead creature and like, who does that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. All, all for the well, sake I of science. I think that's right? all the time we have. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. science. So, well, I think that's all the time we have. So, thank you, Miss Houston, for being a guest on our show. You. Thank you. Sure.